Successful Minds with Patricia Barnowski-Schneider, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant people on the planet. Hear their stories and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success and get exclusive advice on how to implement their success into your life and business. Successful Minds with Patricia Barnowski-Schneider is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board and your host, Patricia Barnowski-Schneider. Hello and welcome back to Successful Minds. I'm your host, Patty Baranowski-Schneider. Today, I'm joined by Doris Effort. She's a life coach and entrepreneur and about to launch a new program, which she'll tell you more about. So welcome, Doris, and tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, thanks, Patty. Like you said, I'm a life coach and I uh, live in Northern Alberta, Canada, and experiencing some beautiful colder weather now, so <laughs> that's wonderful. Nice. Um, a little bit about me. Well, I'm a mom to two grown children, and I uh, have been an entrepreneur for a couple of years coming from a corporate world. And then, of course, you'll hear a little bit more about my story later, I'm sure. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about your transit, your transition from living on autopilot to becoming a certified life coach. And what sparked this significant change in your life? Okay, well. Basically, the short story is I ran out of this is next. So, <laughs> so long yeah, story is, yeah, yeah. When I was younger, I just did what was next, right? It was the going to, out of high school and into college, getting married, having children, um, living the life that I thought that I wanted. And of course, it was great. And it was what I wanted at the time. Until my children got a little bit older and I, I became a stay-at-home mom when they were little. But as they became a little bit older, all of a sudden I realized, now what? <laughs> right? What's next? Right. Because it all just kind of made sense until that point. Mm -hmm. And I really never had any intentions or forethoughts about all the possibilities that were out there because I was just doing what was next. I was living mm -hmm. on autopilot. Mm -hmm. And... So that's when I started exploring what are the possibilities out there. I dabbled in a lot of different things, including going back to work, but nothing really got me fulfilled. So I found self-improvement and that felt like home. Okay. From there, I hired a coach and let me tell you, nothing will propel you forward like working with a one-on-one -on -one coach. Okay. <laughs> My coach asked me, what does make me feel fulfilled? And that was helping people. Right. And so she asked, then how are you going to do that? Mm -hmm. And that's when the light bulb went on. That's when I decided to become a certified life coach. So I went back to learn all of that and help people see the possibilities so what I can work with them and change their lives. Wow, very nice. I mean, it was good that you actually found that, you know, because some so many people, it's, I get the whole going on autopilot thing because- we're all raised like that, you know, get a job, you know, pay your bills, get a house, have kids, raise kids, you know, and you just go through the motion. It doesn't mean you're happy, but you're going through the motion of what, especially if you were in a home where not everybody was super excited anyway, you know, you just, that just seems to be the normal and um, getting that realization of, okay, what else could I do? A lot of people don't ever get there. They just go through the whole, so that's awesome that you got there. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Yeah. 
Yeah. Now, how do prompts play a pivotal role in self-discovery and personal growth? Because according to your experience in mythology at Prompted Collective, but first maybe explain a little bit a little bit about what exactly are prompts. Okay, yeah. Prompts, um, I, I believe the definition is something that causes or brings about an action or feeling. Okay. So like my coach with asking me questions prompted me as to what I wanted to do next. That's where I wanted to do is, is help people and prompt them and give them some ideas. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, a generic prompts are one thing where you can put that all over the, the internet and you can find that everywhere as the things that will give you an idea of what you want to do next. Mm-hmm. Like I said, working with a one-on-one coach can tailor approach it <laughs> so that you can get the questions that you need. But there are tons of journal prompts and thought prompts out there. And it's it's an amazing thing to discover yourself and overcome some of your limiting belief. That's awesome. I mean, yeah, I mean, most people, I mean, you know, like computer prompts, you know, things like that. But um, I guess even with that, you need somebody who knows how to ask the right questions to get that out of you, you know, because you don't we don't know to ask the, the right questions to ourselves. Otherwise we would have done it a long time ago. So <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I mean, like I said, there are tons of free journal prompts and things like that on the internet. And those are wonderful to get you started. Right. Um, and, and sometimes that's enough depending on your personality. Hmm. But for most of us, when we get that one question, when you really just hadn't considered that, <laughs> and then it's like, Oh, you know. <laughs> yeah, you need that little wake up call. <laughs> yeah. Now, in your work, you've encountered many who feel stuck or directionless. So, what's the first step you recommend for someone looking to break free from the stagnation? Um, if you realize that you're feeling stuck and you're seeking help, then you've right. already pretty much made that first step, right? And that's huge. So, I want to recognize that, and I want to commend anyone who's who's actually gotten to that point. Um, so hey, virtual high five. But then <laughs> what comes next to me is self-awareness. So okay. getting to know yourself, figuring out what it is that you really actually do want and not mm-hmm. just what society or your family or whatever it is expects of you. Right. That's huge. And then that self-awareness can drive you in all kinds of directions. Mm-hmm. I like to think of it like um feeling stuck more like, because some people don't even realize what that stuck feeling is. Mm -hmm. Um, So I like to think of it more like a really long dirt driveway. Okay. And you get off the main roads and you get into the dirt driveway and you drive on it in the same tracks year after year, sometimes decades. And at some point you wear a deep tire tracks into that road. And it either gets too muddy or too deep that you can't stay on that path anymore. Mm -hmm. So that to me is what stuck is. And, you know, what you've been doing works for a long time until it doesn't. Doesn't, Yeah. Good analogy, though. The stuck road. Yeah, it makes sense. Because it's true. You keep doing the same thing over and over and over again. You either have to make a change or you just realize you're stuck there. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Now, you speak about creating new neural pathways for personal development. So can you elaborate on how this process works and its importance? Well, first of all, I'm not a doctor, so I (laughs) I want to say that initially. Um, But if we go back to that vehicle analogy, um, if you're on the highway, the superhighway, those are like your neural pathways. Those are the things that you do all the time. 
So your brain gets used to that. So it sends most of the information, most of what you're doing on the things that you've been doing consistently on those neural highways. So it's fast. It's easy. You know exactly what to expect and it works great. But those things that you don't do very often, those are like the single lane alleyways. And then eventually when you don't use it or you don't take that path very often, uh, the resources don't get put there. They kind of get overgrown Mm -hmm. and maybe you're not going to drive on those roads anymore. So in, in doing, making new neural pathways, you need to do something new, something different. Mm -hmm. And in doing that, you need to get on those overgrown paths and start carving it through again. And that's creating your neural path. Now your brain is an amazing problem solver and can help you with that. However, it also likes to keep you in the familiar. It loves the devil you know. <laughs> because it knows exactly what to expect mm-hmm. and exactly what will happen. So making those new neural pathways is a little more difficult. I like to say it's simple, but it's not easy. Right. Right. Okay. So creating those can can give you a lot of different avenues and really help you in creating new habits and becoming the person that you want to be. Because obviously, if, if you're coming to see me or any life coach, mm-hmm. you're working on something, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe it's in your business, maybe it's in your life, maybe it's whatever. Right. And you help people find where that kind of take them out of their comfort zones. <laughs> Exactly. And help them through that. Because like I said, you're not feeling comfortable. You're not feeling um, like this isn't a familiar path. It's all overgrown. And even if you'd been on that path before, it doesn't look the same anymore. Right. Right? So you want to, so we need to rework those pathways and, and create that new life that you want. And eventually when you've been on that path, you've worn it down resources get put into it and it becomes wow. a super highway. Wow. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Now, why did you choose a collective approach for your platform and how does community involvement enhance the coaching and self-discovery process? Well, we are social creatures. And if we go back to, you know, primal times, we needed our tribe to survive. So we have, um, the, and the size of your tribe will be different right? Depending on what your needs are and, the, and your kind of personality. I personally am an introvert. So my tribe's not huge, right. but um, you still need a tribe. It's very difficult to live secluded. Mm-hmm. Very few hermits make it. <laughs> yeah. You know, a lonely. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I like to have that. And um, so that the tribe can complement each other's strengths and weaknesses. You can gain perspectives that you really didn't even think of before. And it is comforting to know that you're not alone. That's like a number one thing for so many people. That's why a lot of people that I talk to who um, help other people who have been in situations before, it helps people to see that you're not the only one. Other people have been there. And because so many people always just think it's just me. I'm the only one. And it's really helpful when you're around other people in the same kind of space, so to speak, to know that you're not alone. I mean, that's just in and of itself is like huge. Takes a big burden off for people. Yeah. And the, and the tricky thing is a lot of times too, is um, 
for people to know, like we say, you're not alone. You're not the only one going through this. Right. And even if other people have not gone through the exact same thing as you, right. they've likely gone through something similar. Right. And um, you're not the weirdo. You're not yeah. the, the outcast or anything yeah. like that. But on top of that, when you have a group of people who won't jump in the pool with you, yeah, and that can throw you the life preserver and say, hey, this area here yeah. um, is your path, right? This is what I did. And then, or you, like I said earlier, you can get a number of different perspectives to see, well, five different people did it five different ways. Right. In what way do I think that I could do it? Right. Wow. It's pretty cool. But even with like, you know, Alcoholic Anonymous, you know, dealing you know it's not just a doctor reading out of a textbook these are people who've been in your shoes and they it, what work for them may not work for you but they can help guide you so i guess it's kind of like a similar thing in a way where you're you're with people you know dealing with dealing with something and you're all here to help each other and that's huge absolutely there's a lot of wisdom in, in alcoholics anonymous and, and stuff there's a lot of great growth that can happen there mm. beyond you know recovery yeah now, can you share how creative prompts like writing or artistic expression contribute to personal transformation? Well, a creative prompt is simply to invoke inspiration in some area so that it can be further examined. Um, I don't know very many creatives who create something just because it's beautiful. I mean, yeah. the things they create are beautiful, but that wasn't the purpose behind it, right? right. They're expressing themselves mm -hmm. or they're expressing something that they're going through somehow. Mm -hmm. And when you reflect on it, after you look at that creation, it can bring so much awareness and just like, wow, where did that come from? And then you examine that, right? Mm -hmm. And like we were saying earlier, awareness is just an important step. And in my opinion, probably the most important step in a journey to transformation. Wow. I remember hearing like certain um, music producers that some of the best hits they've ever produced was like after a breakup or after something because they just, all their emotions were coming out and whatever they were creating. So it is true, I guess, that whatever you're creating, there, there's a passion of something, whether it's good or bad, coming through that way. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I, you know, even like poets, uh, a few of my clients have, have gone through their journaling um and they read me their journal entry and it's, it's poetry and it's gorgeous. And, but it's, it's just, it's how, it's how it comes out of, them, right. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty, it's pretty phenomenal. Yeah. I think about that when you see some of these like Hallmark cards, it's like it's such really deep stuff in there. <laughs> Somebody was thinking something good or, or bad, but they were thinking something really hard. <laughs> Absolutely. And paintings and yeah, yeah, there's, there's so much in artistry. There's so much emotion. Right. Now, what are some common misconceptions about life coaching that you encounter and how do you address them? Oh, goodness. Um, <laughs> a few of them that I've encountered um, is that people mistaken life coaches for therapy yeah. and or vice versa. Um, and each have their place and each can help. Mm -hmm. um, the way that I like to explain it to people, because my approach is always education, okay. um, the way that I like to explain it is that a therapist is someone who will deal with your path. They'll help you through something or a psychologist or psychiatrist can also help with um, mental health disorders. Coaches are not qualified to diagnose or treat mental health disorders. 
Um, some are qualified to deal with, with um, traumas and past issues, but you would want to search out a trauma coach in that case. Uh, for the most part, life coaches deal with what's going on in your present mm -hmm. or in your immediate future. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, sorry? No, I said that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Another one is that life coaches are only for people who can't succeed on their own. Okay. And that's not true. Um, of course, <laughs> it, you know, if you need help, you need help. Right. But I don't know anyone on the planet who's not experienced some form of adversity, mm -hmm. right? It's there and it's for everyone. And it's not just for celebrities, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. We all go through things in life, but sometimes they're big. And sometimes they're not so big, but, you know, we discuss being stuck in a rut. Yeah. Oftentimes those, those aren't big things. They're just things that you've done consistently. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's, um, <laughs> um, it is true because I mean, everybody's dealing with something on their own. And I always say with, with the person, you can't see things on your own. Sometimes you need somebody on the outside to help direct you. So we're all human. We all go through stuff, but like you said, but sometimes you just feel stuck. You don't know which way to turn. You don't know, am I doing something right? Am I doing something wrong? And sometimes you just need kind of like an, a better educated friend, like a certified friend who can say, mm -hmm. I've seen it all and I can see this and you can't see it yourself, but let's, let's tr try to figure out a way to help, you know, help fix this, you know? So yeah. I, yeah, I think that's awesome. Yeah. I call those blind spots because, yeah. because truly, I mean, you're, um, have you ever been talking to a friend and they they seem to always have the same sort of problem and, and you can see it so clearly right. and you don't understand why they can't <laughs> it's because you're detached, right? They're in the thick of things. They don't see their blind spot, but you can, right? And and the beautiful thing with a coach is that they're they're also not part of your life. Right. So they, you know, can withhold judgment. And they can also not be afraid of hurting the relationship or anything like that and tell you things sometimes that are hard and tough love that maybe your friends aren't willing to do. I know what they, um, I always tell people too, if you want to talk about your stuff, sometimes, you know, you're talking to a friend or a loved one, you want them to say what you want to hear. Sometimes you need that person who's not attached, who's just going to tell tell it like it is. Might not be what you want to hear, but it's what you need to hear, you know? And that's why I know some people will not go to talk to anybody unless it's someone who's going to tell them what they want to hear and their patterns just keep repeating, repeating, repeating because it's not the answer. Yeah. And, and you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. If that's the way that they choose to live their life and that this, that's what they want, right. then that's great. However, if, if it's not, if you are trying to make change, I'm not going to help you a whole lot. Well, I guess that's what it all boils down to at the end of the day. You have to want to make that change because you can tell everybody you could see it clearly. Like you definitely need to change what you're doing, but until they see it themselves. Um, the couple more of the myths that I've, that I've dealt with is that uh, life coaches tell clients what to do and we yeah. don't do that. Right. You know, you, Sometimes you, people want that. They just like, I can't do it. You gotta tell me. But I guess you help them to well, you explain it, like help them to see it for themselves, to do it for themselves, right? <laughs> exactly. Because it, they may not be in the place that they know themselves better than they think they do. 
Right. <laughs> and they may not be in the place to uh, to do the things that I'm in the place to do for myself mm-hmm. or that, you know, someone else might be. So they need to be able to be the ones to choose what's next for them. Right. And if it's what someone else tells them to do, then it may not be in alignment with them. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you can suggest and you can guide, but they really need to be making those decisions on their own and making right. those choices. And like we said, you need to want to change. Yeah. I mean, so, yes. you know, <clears throat> I know some people like are just used to, they get back into that childhood state or just, I just need somebody to tell me how it's like, you know, at work, you're told what to do. When you're a child, you're told what to do. And then you're an adult. That's scary. That's like, oh my God, I'm not doing it right. Just tell me what to do. But you know, put your big boy pants on and your big girl pants on and let me help you help me to help you, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Nice. Now, can you share a particularly impactful transformation story from your coaching practice that stands out for you? Oh, um, one that, that stands out for me. I hadn't been a coach for very long. Well, I hadn't been certified for very long. Okay. And I was working um, with this one client and he was working on this goal and he just wasn't making much progress. He was, he thought he was doing all the right things and he was trying all these different pieces, but there was always some self-sabotage going on and always obstacles that he would run into. So he just couldn't make any progress. And then in one session, you could see it click in his eyes mm-hmm. and it was so beautiful to see. Wow. <laughs> he finally realized that he was worthy of his goal. And that's when it just really resonated with him. And he cried and I cried and it was, it was beautiful, (laughs) but that blew the doors off of his goal. Like he just, it blew. And then of course the next obstacle to come was how to dream bigger because (laughs) he was reaching his goals left, right, and center. He he was doing wonderful. (laughs) See, it's something simple like that, that I, you know, normal people wouldn't even think that that would be something that would stand in someone's way, but we all have our own obstacles. And that obviously was his, he didn't feel the self-worth, but you know, I mean, I know a lot of people, like I grew up in the era, kids are seen and not heard, do as you're told, you know, so it's hard to break free from that. And that could be something as, you know, simple as putting me in a bad marriage or, you know, it, it could cause like such a ripple effect of stuff. And again, you might not see it yourself, but having someone on the outside, helping to pull it out of you and helping you see the light and see that you're what your obstacles are, you know, and that there is a light at the end of the tunnel, you know, which is what you're guiding them through, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and like you said, it's, it, it's one of those blind spots, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's just something that you have trouble seeing on your own. So, yeah. yeah. Well, a lot of people too don't talk about stuff, especially the bad stuff. They don't want to talk about the bad. You know, like I've known so many people that on the outside, they always have this great, happy life, but you can always tell there's a lot more that goes on there and no one wants to talk about it. You know, so it's kind of hard to break free from something if you don't, but I guess, like you say, they have to want to do it, you know, but Absolutely. Yeah. And sometimes talking to an outsider, not your best friend, talking to an outsider can be that gateway. It's okay. I'm not judging you at all. I, <laughs> we're not BFFs. It's all cool. Tell me everything and let's help figure this out, you know? Exactly. And that's, <laughs> and that's exactly it. Let's, it's the problem solving situation. It's not a, 
consoling. And I mean, I'll be your biggest cheerleader. However, right. that's not really what I'm here for. Right. right. Yeah, because yeah. you might not, you know, like I said, best friends will tell you what you want to hear, but mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you what you need to hear, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's awesome. Yeah. Now, now, if the listeners seeking to start their journey of self-discovery, what are a few practical tools or exercises that you recommend? Oh, well, as we talked earlier, uh, self-awareness is a great starting point. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, depending on your resources, how much time, energy, and money that you're willing to invest, um, that's really where you're going to go. If you have a lot of time and energy, but not much money, then there's a ton of self-help books in the library. There's a ton of stuff on the internet, on YouTube that you can access for free, um, but you have to sift through it Mm -hmm. and you have to put in the work. And if you're self-motivated and pretty self-aware already, Mm -hmm. this path might get you there. Um, If you have an extremely supportive group of people around you, right? then that might be something that you can use. And really, anybody can do anything. It's just a matter of time. Right. Really. And I guess something, I mean, which I get what you're saying, if they don't have money, you don't get limited. But, you know, they could sit here and spend months and years sifting through something, but not really knowing, you know, some of these books, it's like this, just get you into this, get you into this, it's like sequels. And it's mm-hmm. taking you further away from where you want to be, but having someone who fully understands what they're doing can kind of bypass most of that and get you to the finish line a lot quicker, you know, but, you know, exactly. I, mean, I guess if you've limited, I mean, there are options out there, but. <laughs> Absolutely. And then the, the tricky part is, is a lot of people get into self-help and it ends up being shelf help. It sits on your shelf and you don't actually use what you learned in that book. Right. right? So um, that's, that's the thing. If you can implement what you're learning, um, anybody can do anything. If you want to, um, if you want to speed that up and you have a little bit more money to invest, then you can find a one-on-one coach. And like I said, that's, that's going to be your most effective solution. They'll work on you with specifically what you're looking for, especially if you're, you know, looking for, for, a specific piece of life, you can right. hire a coach for that specific piece of life, right. or you can do a general life coach. Um, it's, it's more customized, but it's often the priciest. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So there is a middle of the road solution, which mm-hmm. is usually like a, a group program. Right. And with a group program, there's some um, customizations, especially if part of the program is a uh, coaching portion. Right. So you're actually talking to a coach mm-hmm. at some point rather than just doing everything online. Right. Um, that is a bit of a middle of the road. You may not get as fast mm-hmm. of results as you would one-on-one, right. which is okay, but you're still going to get results. And a lot of times they do have some pretty targeted um, programs out there with all the additional pieces. Okay. So, yeah. Good to know. <laughs> yeah. Now looking ahead, what are your aspirations for the future of Prompted Collective? And how do you envision its growth and the impact it'll have? Well, Prompted Collective, um, I've just launched a brand, well, when this airs, I will have launched a brand new <laughs> program 
called a uh, moonshot club. Nice. So if, if you imagine a world where everyone is living out their dreams, okay, that's my moonshot. Nice. So <laughs> basically what it is, is I want to help people to live their dream life. Right. And I'm going to do it through a program because like I said, one-on-one -on -one coaching is fabulous, but there are only so many hours in a day right. for a coach. So for me, I'm going to take a middle of the road approach on this. Of course, I am still offering one-on-one -on -one coaching, but this program will offer some group coaching where we'll get a chance to chat with the members so that they can start building their life as well. So I'm super excited <laughs> about that. That's awesome. And, yeah. And we're getting a little bit woo because I kind of like, I've always had an affinity for the moon. Okay. I've, I've always loved looking up at the sky and seeing the moon. And although I've never really indulged in astrology or anything like that, I do, I, I stumbled upon a process of using the moon's phases Okay. Almost as a timer or productivity tool. Okay. And so I implemented that in my life and saw some great results. So as part of Moonshot Club, I'm going to use that process to keep people on track for their goals. That's awesome. So, <laughs> Definitely a nice little unique there. touch. <laughs> yeah. That's so yeah. cool. <laughs> and then, but, and beyond that, um, at some point in the future, I would like to grow my collective, not only with clients, but also with different coaches so that we can provide the approach that works best for you. Because really in life right now, everything should be individualized right. because we're each, we each need new things. And although we're part of a tribe, we're part of a group, we each contribute different things and we each require different things. Mm -hmm. So I want to make sure that everyone's getting what they need actually really cool and it is true because I know with like psychiatrists or psychologists whatever um everybody has a different approach like I've gone to some you know some will just listen and take notes and they just appease you and I remember I was like yeah okay I felt like I was talking to myself in a mirror then I went to someone who was just like wait wait what'd you say wait what no 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 like she was just like telling me this is what you need to do and I'm like okay you know, I needed that at that time, you know, so everybody needs something different. So that's actually really cool because so many people are like competition. No, but you're here. Basically, you're proving that you're here for everybody, not just for yourself. I want everybody to be helped. And if I can't do it, I want to get you someone who can, which is actually huge. That's really, really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I've, I've heard a lot about um, market saturation yeah. and um, I don't really know that that's true because obviously people are looking for this service. So the more people that are out there to give it, the more people we can serve. Like I was saying earlier, there's only so many hours in a day for yeah. each person to help other people. Right. So the more people we can serve, the more people can live out these dreams. Right. And I think that would be a fantastic world to live in. Oh, absolutely. It's definitely better than where we're at now. <laughs> right? <laughs> so anything else going on? Anything else you want to talk about? Right now, I think that's pretty much covering everything that I'm hoping to accomplish. So. Awesome. So how could, now you work with people all around the world, right? They don't have to be local to you, right? Correct. Correct. Yeah. Most of my clients are online, actually. Okay, perfect. And how could people learn more about you and, and get in touch with you? Well, they can go to my website, promptedcollective.com. 
or they can also reach me on Facebook or Instagram. And my handle is just at Prompted Collective. Awesome. I'll post this on the end of this also. also. But thank you again. That was so great. I love learning all of this. Um, so thanks again for being on the show. And again, everyone, that was Doris Effort. So thanks for listening to Successful Minds with Patty B. And never miss an episode by subscribing. So thank you again for being on the show. Thanks, Patty. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Successful Minds with your host, Patricia Barnowski-Schneider. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates, and we'll see you on the next episode.